We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The U.S. Navy hired, well, they didn't hire, this is clickbait stuff, but they they tapped these uh, drag LGBTQ sailors to help with recruiting, okay? Recruiting numbers have been abysmal. Everybody knows this. Um, and it came out that that had been a thing. And apparently it's been going on, and it literally just ended in either March or, or April here. I'll read it really quick. And then, uh, and then we can go from there. Okay. So let's see. Uh, it says, um, U S Navy platform drag queen influencer to attract youth to the military in hiring crisis. Currently only 13% of 18 to 29 year olds. That's the core demographic of people that, uh, the army or the military wants to join are highly willing to join the military. So only 13% of that demographic. The U.S. Navy has revealed that it approached a drag queen influencer to help persuade new recruits to join the military. I'm not a Navy guy. Uh, something second class Joshua Kelly, who goes by the stage name. I'm not even going to say it because it's Joshua Kelly. He is a he and it's a dude. Announced back in November 2022 that he was the Navy's digital ambassador. Okay, so this is a TikTok person. While Kelly's Instagram bio shows that the performer's opinions are not endorsed by DOD or the Department of the Navy, the drag queen claims to have danced in drag for service officers on a number of different occasions, sharing one video from 2018. The digital ambassador initiative that Kelly participated in ran from October 2022 to March 2023 and was designed to explore the digital environment to reach a wide range of potential candidates. Well, I don't know how wide range it is when you're getting the drag queen pronoun LGBTQ person to go out there. Um, as we've discussed at nauseum, it is such a small percentage of the country's population. So I don't know how wide range it is. Uh, this came from a Navy spokesperson directly to Fox News, Fox News Digital. The reason the spokesperson added was that the Navy is navigating the most challenging recruiting environment it has faced since the start of the all volunteer force. Uh, the spokesman, the spokesperson continued, the Navy did not compensate YN2 Kelly or any others for being Navy digital ambassadors. The pilot concluded, and we are now evaluating the program and how it will exist in the future. The Navy's attempts to increase interest among young young people comes amidst a historic recruiting crisis. The survey, I already read this, 13% of 18 to 29-year-olds are interested, 25% are somewhat willing, and 26% are not willing at all. Kelly also posted directly about serving as a digital ambassador for the Navy on Instagram. 
Uh, this person joined, uh, this Joshua Kelly joined the Navy in 2016. What's going on, everybody? Look, I don't know about you. Flashlights, good flashlights are absolutely vital for me and my family. Not only in my time in the military, but just in general. I don't want these little flashlights that die at the drop of the hat. I want flashlights that literally burn the face of the sun across the room. And I also want flashlights that if somebody's breaking into my house, I can find them really fast and really quick. Also, with everything that's going on with Target and everything like this, it is time that we put our money and vote with our wallet with companies that have Christian values and have American values. And that's why I love my M5 flashlight with PowerTech. I put it in my pocket all the time. I've got another one that it's even bigger, better. It literally is like the sun next to the nightstand, just in case. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. You need to go and you need to support the companies that are standing for the right things. If you have flashlights in your home, we all do. If you are in the law enforcement community or the firefighter community or the military community or your spouses, et cetera, you need to invest in PowerTech because they're a Christian conservative company, a pro-America, pro-Jesus company that believes in protecting you and believes in shining the light of the sun for whatever reason you may need it to be. So I'm asking you right now to go support PowerTech. All you got to do is go to powertac.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-T-A-C.com and use the discount code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to get 20% off your purchase. These guys are on public square. These are the right kind of people that you want. But if you go to powertac.com, that's P-O-W-E-R-T-A-C.com, you'll get an additional 20% off with the promo code Graham. So go to powertac.com, promo code Graham today. I'm late to the party. I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> and and the, the the video that we put up was, shout out to our good friends at Libs of TikTok. Um, they put a video up. And in this video, this person is showing themselves in uniform and then doing that transition into drag. And it does it multiple times from, from their BDUs, um, I don't know what the Navy calls them uh, from, from their PDUs um, to their dress uniforms, uh, their class A's or class B's, whatever. Right. Um, and it does this multiple times. So we simply posted or they, the, the team simply posted, but I stand behind it 100 percent that it's not the military I grew up in. And the world is laughing at us from a military standpoint and a military opinion. I completely stand by that. It is absolute insanity. Okay. Let me speak from a military standpoint here. Okay. I got out of the army in 2016. So literally about the time this person was getting in, I was getting out after 12 years, two combat tours, et cetera. Now, again, I'm not bragging. I've already said multiple times. I was just a normal army person. Well, nothing special about me. I did what I did. Got out done. But one of the things that helped lead to the decision of it was time to move on was the fact that my social media stuff, and I never did anything in uniform opinion-wise, okay? It was made very clear to me by my chain of command that I could never do a video stating any kind of political opinion in uniform. But then the video started getting so much popularity that even the sergeant major of the army started inquisiting as to who is this Graham Allen person. And I just so happened to be coming up on an ETS timeframe 
Uh, that's an in-term of service for, for, for you guys that don't know. So, so I either had to decide to re-enlist to stay in or get out. And it was pretty much, I mean, it was told to me by my chain of command that I cannot do both. I cannot be in the army and have these opinions publicly or I was going to have to get out. Well, you guys obviously know what happened after that. I mean, cause here we are talking today. Now I'm well aware that that has probably and most obviously changed since then. Okay. But that's what I have a problem with from a military perspective. One, while China's learning how to kill people with plastic forks and stab you in the jugular, we are trying to appeal to less than 1% of the American population to join less than 1% of the American population by uh, appealing to a, from a Christian perspective speaking right now, a perverse sexuality and a perverse mental disorder. Sorry, that's what it is. We're trying to appeal to the woke culture and turning the military into a woke social experiment instead of what the military is for. When you put that uniform on, you no longer have an opinion. Your only thought, your only focus, your only mission in life is to propel the mission of the military, which is to kill anyone that would dare mess with the United States. We don't like to talk about that much anymore, but that's the truth. The point of the military is to defend America by any means possible. That is the purpose of the military. The end. Everything else is just noise. The ultimate goal of the military is to defend America against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's the whole point. Keep your opinions, keep your sexuality, keep your political beliefs, all of it. Keep it all to yourself and don't do it in uniform if you have an opinion about anything in the first place. That's the way it was when I was in, and I abided by those rules because I understood those rules because there were rules. There were there was disciplines. There were things in place. We had gay people in the army when I was there, and they were they, they repealed don't ask, don't tell while I was in the army. There were gay people, but Keep it to yourself. Nobody cares. I, I've said this multiple times. Now, I'm speaking from a military perspective right now. From a military perspective, if you're gay, I don't care. If you want to pick up a gun and go fight in a war, hey, there's the gun. There's the direction of the war. Let's go together. I don't care. I really don't. The, the, the military side, I told you I'm going to approach this from three angles here. The military side of me is this. If you got the uh, fortitude either male or female, to go through what you got to go through, to wear the uniform, to go fight a war, I don't care. Those are questions that I do not ask uh, in regards of being in the military. But this is why the military, once upon a time, made it such a big deal. Keep your personal beliefs, political opinions, etc. to yourselves. Because in the army, you were green. That's what you were. You weren't black, white, Asian, nothing. You were green. Shut up. Do your job. That's it. And we all rallied around that fact. In fact, there are a lot of friends, brothers that I had in the military that since we've gotten out, our political beliefs have divided us. Not by my doing. I have no problems with people having differences of opinion than me, but I've learned that people that are on the left side of the aisle have a much harder time remaining friends with people on the right side of the aisle. Either way, 
This is what I have a problem with, and that's why I stand by the video. The context of the video was, this is a Navy digital influencer, as 100% verified by the Navy itself, okay, to appeal to the LGBTQ community to help with recruiting numbers. I have a problem with that because it's based around sexuality. So we're now not recruiting the best and the brightest. We are recruiting after people's sexuality. Hey, come here because we embrace your sexuality. That's not the military. That's not what the military is about. Hey, are you smart enough? Are you physically fit enough? Are you disciplined enough? And do you have the values and the morals to serve in America's military? That's what we used to recruit on. I have a major problem with you are doing this because LGBTQ is nothing but sexuality. That's it. We're recruiting based off sexuality. I think it's immoral. I think it's wrong. And I do not think it serves the values of the army that I served in. Now, I'm well aware that I'm a dinosaur these days. It's not lost on me. Like I said, this, this individual got in when I got out. And I was a seasoned person at that point, 12 years. <laughs> and so I'm well aware that the military has changed drastically. This person and his supporters would say it's changed for the better. I would argue the contrary, that it's changed for the worse. I think that if a war were to happen right now, we would get our proverbial butt kicked. But maybe I'm wrong, and I hope not, but maybe you'll get a chance to prove me wrong the way Biden's going about things. But, but, but let's approach this from American perspective. I don't, in America, you can be and do whatever you want. I don't care. But when you start shoving it down the throats of other Americans, that's where you have the problem. You're seeing this with Bud Light. You're seeing this with Maybelline, with the Dylan Mulvaney stuff. And now you're seeing the backlash um, because it's just now becoming like mainstream news about this Navy LGBTQ initiative for recruitment numbers. We've literally lowering standards to get people in, not just the military, but the police force, the fire departments, all the above, because nobody wants to do it because no one trusts you anymore. The people that are actually the best of the best that you want to go after, they do not trust you anymore. So they're not doing it. But now let's talk about it from the big, the big one, the Christian perspective. Okay. I'll read you what this person, like I said, I wouldn't have even known about it if the team hadn't sent it to me, but this was, this was their little response here. Hang on. Let me try to find it. It has a whopping, uh, you know, 57 comments. So, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really hurt. <laughs> I'm really hurt by this, <clears throat> by this post. Um, either way, even if it had millions, I, man, the young Turks, everybody's come after me with millions of views. Da, 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 I could care less. Anyway, so this is what they wrote. At Graham Allen, my response to you. You want to tear down service members and use my content without a tag so you don't look homophobic or transphobic. Okay, well, first of all, as I said, I didn't post the video and I wouldn't have tagged you anyway because this isn't content that I deem worthy of tagging. And I got the video, not from you, I got, or we got the video from a, uh, a place called In The Now. So get mad at them. Um, and it also tells your name and what you did. It tells all that in the video. So either way, 
from a Christian perspective, and we've talked about this too, I love it as a Christian when non-Christians, and how do I know this person is a non-Christian? Because in my comments, this person went in and started attacking people that were upset about the Navy. And someone said something along the lines of, hey, it's never too late. God loves you. You know, come back to God. And he has open arms for you. And this person responded with, hail Satan. Go figure, right? So I always think it's funny when people who are not Christians then go and say, uh, you didn't tag me, so you don't look homophobic or transphobic. I think it's funny that people who are not Christian thinking that they're throwing like a like an insult at Christians, calling them homophobic and transphobic. Well, we went over the definitions of what transphobic is and what homophobic is. And as a Bible-believing Christian, I hit four out of five of the categories of transphobic and homophobic. The only thing that I don't do is go out of my way to impede the life of homosexuals or transgender uh, people, et cetera. So, you know, I don't really consider it an insult. It's right up there with, oh, Graham Allen's a Christian nationalist. Well, I believe that if you are a true Christian, what true Christian doesn't want America to be a Christian nation? Because that's the definition of a Christian nationalist, by the way. You want the whole country to be Christian. Well, what Christian doesn't want? America to believe in God and be reborn and repent, etc. Anyway, okay, let's we're, let's continue reading. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further de-evaluation of the dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold, silver, and precious metal, and that's why I use my friends at Birch Gold. It's super easy. It's super simple. All you have to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get your free info kit on how to convert an existing IRA, 401k, or simply some of your savings into gold, silver, and precious metals. To protect yourself in Biden's economy, you have to do what you have to do, and free information is vital information. Text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. Queer people were oppressed in the military for years, only until 2011, and trans people since 2021. You only want to support the military when it benefits you and doesn't involve queer people. Yet the military is the largest, diverse, and adaptive organization in in the use. Um, you're better off calling me a slur than using content from five years ago. Yet that video you're sharing that was published in 2018, you had nothing to say till now. I already addressed that. You're right. I'm late to the party. I didn't know anything about it. Also, I'm not sure if this person knows that I was in the army and I know all these things still doesn't negate the fact that I don't agree with a single freaking thing that is going on right now. Um, you don't actually care. You just need more followers. I'm pretty good there, guy. Uh, more content and more people to praise someone who only creates toxic environments and hate. You don't care if death threats, people wanting to harm me or spread different disinformation. You only want the spotlight. Okay, well, let's let's touch this. Grow a set, man, like like you are putting yourself in the public thing. Do you have any idea how many death threats 
people not wanting to harm me because they wouldn't try, people saying they want to sodomize my daughter, that they hope my wife gets raped. I get those about 150 to 200 times a day. I got over that a long time ago. Suck it up, buttercup. That's the way this goes. I don't condone it. I don't think anyone should do that. But one, I, I mean, it happens to all of us. Every, every single public figure in the world gets death threats. So forgive me for not, you know, whatever. In fact, that can be an argument as to why we don't tag you in things like that, because we don't want to promote easy ways for people to find you, to then attack you. Because yes, you're right. Some people do take it too far. My problem and the reason I stand behind the video was the video wasn't to attack you. The video was to attack the Navy. The video was to attack the military for taking this tactic that I disagree with in the first place. See, the problem with you, Joshua Kelly, is you think that this is about you. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the moral decay, the illness that is spreading across our country and is now leaked into our country's first defense and only real defense against enemies, foreign and domestic, has nothing to do with you. As a Christian, I mean this when I say this, I don't have a single problem with you. Not one. I didn't even know who you were. Still don't really. I'm not going to pull the, I have people that are gay in my life because I do, uh, you know, I'm acquaintances with people and they know where I stand and I know where they stand. And, and we know that we don't agree there, but we're nice and cordial with each other. We're friendly with each other. I don't walk around with an anti-gay pitchfork. However, I will say this, if you are in the LGBTQ community, yes, the Bible is very clear and I have been very clear on where I stand on that. And I do not apologize for it. I don't think the tone in which I'm speaking now is an aggressive tone. I don't think what I'm saying is aggressive and, and, and incites violence against you or your family. But I will say that God loves you just like he loves me. I'm no different and no more loved by God than you are. God loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. If you're gay, God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. If you're trans, he loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. If you're drag, he loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. God's mercy and grace is abundant. All you have to do is ask to receive it. But the Savior part is easy. We've talked about this a lot. It's the Lord part that gets everybody in trouble because once you invite the Holy Spirit into your heart and your soul, you cannot maintain this lifestyle that is sin. Active sin. It just doesn't work that way. I, I wanted to discuss the, you know, the, the, the verdict against Donald Trump in this uh, alleged rape case that, you know, I, I thought, like many Americans, I thought it was over. Like, I thought it was over years ago when the woman turned out to be literally and certifiably insane. But with the new uh, DA in Manhattan, et cetera, I, it just seems like everything's on the table. And I do not believe that Donald Trump <laughs> raped this woman. I just don't. I just don't. I don't believe it simply by means of 
he's Donald Trump. And, and, and I'm not trying to be crude when I did, when I talk about this, I'm really not. I'm just trying to put facts to reality. First of all, let's just talk about the actual, you know, facts of things. Hang on. Let me find the, the, the info here so I can give it to you uh, directly. Let's just, let's just look at the facts here. Okay. So did you know this, the statue of limitations for sexual assault in New York is typically five to seven years. New York even has a 20-year period for civil claims of sexual assault, but that wasn't enough to get Trump. Gene Carroll's claims go back to the mid-90s. So the New York amended the law in 2022 to provide unlimited statute of limitations for civil claims of sexual assault and provide a one-year window where pre-existing claims could be litigated. That's where Gene Carroll comes in. Funded by a Democrat activist, she filed her claim against Trump in that limited window, and even a liberal New York jury wouldn't find Trump liable. Uh, well, I'll go for that for a minute. Look, go back to the things here. So New York, in 2022, okay, a year ago, amended a law simply for the purpose of going after one person, okay? And, and, and I want you to think about how incredibly scary that is. Not they didn't amend the law because they went back and they're like, you know what? This law is not good enough. We need to extend this. And I'm not arguing whether or not it should be longer than five to seven years. I mean, again, I think that if you sexually assault someone or you rape someone, I think you should be held to the full extent of the law. I don't believe Donald Trump raped this woman simply on the means of he's Donald Trump. Why would he rape that woman? I just. That sounds really bad, but just look at a picture of her and look at a picture of Melania. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being honest here. <laughs> you know, he's Donald Trump, even in the nineties when he wasn't married to Melania, it's not like Donald Trump had any problems getting dates. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I don't, I just don't believe it either way. Moving on. In my opinion, the scarier part is New York didn't get together and go, you know what? This law isn't fair to sexual assault survivors. We need to give them more of an opportunity, blah, 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 because justice must prevail against those who do evil. That's not what happened. New York literally met, New York lawmakers met, got together and said, how can we get Donald Trump? Well, the only way we can get him is we've got to change this law and then she's got to file the claim again in this new time frame that we we sculpt and build specifically for the purpose of going after Donald Trump. Laws are being amended, not because they're right or wrong, but because they have a specific intention of purpose against a person. That's not the law. That's not the law. That's not how the law is supposed to work. The law was written, and then citizens operate within the laws, police enforce the laws, and then the, the judicial system executes and, and goes through the law at the word of the law to make a decision on whether uh, a person is guilty or not guilty with a jury of their peers, right? That is how the law is supposed to work. But now we live in a time where you can become such a threat and such an enemy that the law just manipulates itself to go and get you. See, laws are meant to govern. Laws are meant to create uh, law and order and lack of chaos within our societies. 
Well, what happens when the law now is a weaponized sword that can bend around corners and stab whoever it wants to stab whenever it wants to stab them? That is what is happening in this trial. All right. So my good friend, Michael, the owner of Public Square, said it best in his tweet when he said, only by a Manhattan jury could Donald Trump be found both not liable in a civil suit for a woman who accused him of rape. So even though they did that, they still couldn't convict him of rape. Okay. I'm going to read it again. Only by a Manhattan jury could Donald Trump be found both not liable in a civil suit for a woman who accused him of rape and also found liable for defamation simply for denying that he raped her. That's what happened. They found him not liable for rape, which was the accusation against him, but then found him liable for defamation because he went out publicly and said that he did not do it. How insane, I don't care if you like Donald Trump or not, how insane is that? Let's listen to the woman who was making these claims. Now, this woman is a, is a certified lunatic, and, and, and it is absolutely fascinating to me this woman was even allowed to go into a court of law in the first place. Listen to this woman. Now, this was a couple years ago of her on Anderson Cooper talking about these alleged things back then. All right. All right. Here we go. I feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not this was not sexual. For, it just it, it hurt. It just what it just, you know, well, I think most people think of rape as a I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. (laughs) Crazy lady. It's crazy cat lady. Most people think of rape as sexy. What? (laughs) This is this is an insane person. Throw her in the asylum. But rest assured, Donald Trump had something to say. What else can you expect from a Trump hating Clinton appointed judge? who went out of his way to make sure that the result of this trial was as negative as it could possibly be, speaking to and in control of a jury from an anti-Trump area, which is probably the worst place in the United States for me to get a fair trial, will be appealing this decision. It's a disgrace. I don't even know who this woman is. I have no idea who she is, where she came from. This is another scam. It's a political witch hunt. And somehow we're going to have to fight this stuff. We cannot let our country go into this abyss. This is disgraceful. You have somebody running for office. You have a woman that's financed and lied about it. She totally lied about it by Democrat operatives, like just about the biggest one there is. And she said that wasn't true. They found that she lied about it, and the judge wasn't even, I guess, letting it be put in as evidence. The whole thing is a scam, and it's a shame, and it's a disgrace to our country. I don't disagree. And, 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 and again, I, to me, this is not a matter of if you like Donald Trump and you don't like Donald Trump. 
it's a matter of what in the world is going on. You know, th- does the rule of law not matter if we just hate somebody so much that we can just do whatever we want to do? I mean, where does it end at that point? Where does it stop? Where? where uh, and and so I think it's a disgrace. I think it's crazy. Zach, did you see President Trump's CNN town hall? Believe it or not, I actually did. It's a miracle! Cue the applause! (laughs) Zach has actually seen a TV program. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Uh, First of all, uh, there were a lot of conservatives that were upset about this, right? A lot of conservatives, which I don't get. I don't understand why conservatives would be mad. We started this tribalism thing where... uh, if you don't do Republican-based things on perceived Republican-based networks, Republicans and conservatives have tri- started this tribalism thing. I don't really like it. I think it was a genius move, especially with Fox News literally setting their company on fire with the Tucker Carlson scandal and Dan Bongino, by the way. Shout out to my boy Dan. I don't want you to feel left out. Hashtag Dan for life. We love Dan Bongino. But Fox News is in the gutter. So Trump does, in my opinion, what is a genius move. He goes to CNN. I'll do a Republican town hall on CNN. I'm going to make CNN put their most hated person in the world in front of the very people that they hate. And I guess CNN thought they were going to try to destroy him. But this is where CNN went wrong. CNN used it as an opportunity to ask him questions, not about Republican things that Republicans care about. They use this as an opportunity to try to get you on Democrat policies. And needless to say, we have comprised a list of what we believe to be some of the top moments of this. But before we do it, we actually have to get into the backlash. Why is there a backlash? I don't really know because you would think Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, we're in the show business world. Mm -hmm, You would think that viewers on the show and the episode would be a good thing, right? Like that that's good business, right? I would think typically more views is good. Right, exactly. So the president of CNN is under fire, not from the audience, but from the likes of Anderson Cooper, not Don Lemon, because he was fired. (laughs) Anyway, no, they're mad that they would dare put uh, Donald Trump on there. So check this out, okay? First of all, CNN should now be called TNN, Trump News Network, and go ahead and give him the 8 p.m. slot. He's going to kill it for you every week, even if he's just like in his pajamas, uh, sitting on the couch, talking about his latest tweet. It's going to be better than anything CNN has done. Donald Trump got 3.3 million views in the time slot, okay? The biggest views that they've had in three years. But this is the lies that the media tries to tell you, okay? I found it. This is Axios, okay? Not necessarily a conservative or Christian conservative friendly outlet, but this is what they had to say. All right, by the numbers, Trump got 3.3 million viewers. Of that, 780,000 people were in the critical 25 to 45 year old advertising demo. In layman's terms, the man absolutely 
killed it. This is Tucker Carlson level numbers yeah. in this regard, okay? Uh, they even admit it here. That's more than four times the average number reached in the demo during its typical 8 p.m. program hosted by Anderson Cooper. Town Hall also gave CNN a significant boost in the 9 p.m. through 11 p.m. hours that followed the event. This man is so popular that even when he wasn't on the TV, CNN had the highest ratings they've had in three years. But this is where they tried to lie. Okay, You always have to spot the lies. We talk about this all the time. It is super important to understand where they're lying to you and try to manipulate you. All right. This comes in second in the past three years when then presidential candidate Joe Biden at a Democrat town hall got 3.4 million in 2020. This is the lie. Okay, you ready? Here's the lie. They want you to believe that Joe Biden's more popular than Donald Trump. Donald Trump got 3.3, Joe Biden got 3.4. But what they're failing to mention is this. CNN is a friendly organization to Joe Biden. So naturally, a lot of people on the Democrat side and the liberal side are going to watch Joe Biden, even though, you know, he has no idea what he's saying and you know, you know the thing, right? What did he say when he was talking about Worcestershire sauce or whatever it was? Speaking in tongues. You have I mean, no idea. He was definitely what, speaking in tongues. He was speaking in tongues or a stroke, one of the two. Either way, here's the lie. Of course, Joe Biden gets 3.4 million viewers if you believe that to be true because it's a Democrat-friendly news outlet filled with Democrat uh, and liberal-leaning uh, viewers, enthusiasts, etc. Here is where Donald Trump absolutely destroys it. No one hates Donald Trump more than CNN and the CNN viewers. And Donald Trump still got 3.3 million people to tune in. A majority of them were probably Republicans that literally vomit the minute they hear the word CNN, but yet he still did it. And we did it in the digital age where probably tens of millions of people watched it all online. If I can brag for a brief moment, Zach, we did more than 3.3 million viewers just on the clips that we put on Twitter alone, but I digress. So maybe you should take over CNN. Maybe I should. Maybe you should. I think, I think, you know, I could do it. Can you imagine the outrage, the burning down of cities? Graham Allen becomes president and acting CNO, CNO? CEO, CNN, CNO, CNN, CNO. In fact, we have to talk about the wrong and the horrificness that is free speech happening mm. in America. And no one took more of an issue with it than AOC. Cue the clip guys and watch her teeth get wider as she gets madder. Here's a clip of AOC having a problem with freedom of speech. Uh, you know, I, I know you said earlier that you will not comment on the platforming of um, such atrocious disinformation, but I, I would. I think it was a profoundly irresponsible decision. I don't think that it would, I would be doing my job if I did not say that. Um, and mm -hmm. what we saw tonight was a series of extremely irresponsible decisions that put a sexual abuse victim at risk, that put that person at risk in front of a national audience, and I could not have disagreed with it more. It was shameful. It's simple to you. are a nasty person, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was, that was our little edit. That was our little edit. Let's cut the clip. That was our little edit of the clip. That didn't really happen. That would have been amazing if that had happened in real life on CNN. All right, she says that it put a sexual assault victim at risk. 
how. I don't really understand. She had a problem with uh, the spreading of false information. So they're talking about the 2020 election. I want to combat that, but before we do that, I want to get to my favorite person at CNN, Anderson Cooper. He's kind of like Bill Clinton when he talks. You can't quite tell if he's laughing or crying at the same time, and he always looks as though he's either just started to cry or just finished crying. But he opened his monologue to the show. This is a rather little long clip, but I believe it's important for you to see it. I may do some commentary along the way. Let's roll the Anderson Cooper monologue. Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. Many of you are upset that someone who attempted to destroy our democracy was invited to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer questions. God forbid. And predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. And I get it. It was disturbing. It was disturbing to see and hear that person refer to a black law enforcement officer as a thug, an adjective he used many times to describe black men and call Caitlin Collins, the moderator, nasty, which is what he calls any woman that did who stands happen, up to but him. It was, hilarious. it was disturbing to hear him speak so highly of QAnon conspirators and insurrectionists who assaulted police officers in our democracy on January 6th. And it was awful to hear him spread ridiculous lies about the election. Look at his lip. And it was certainly disturbing to hear that audience, young and old, our fellow citizens, people who love their kids and go to church, laugh and applaud his lies and his continued defamation of a woman who, according to a jury of his peers, he sexually abused and defamed. Not true. As good a job as Caitlin Collins did trying to fact check him, it is impossible to fact check fully because he lies so shamelessly. Now, many of you think CNN shouldn't have given him any platform to speak, and I understand the anger about that, giving him the audience, the time, I get that. But this is what I also get. The man you were so disturbed to see and hear from last night, that man is the front runner for the Republican nomination for president. Here, here. And according to polling, no other Republican is even close. Nope. That man you were so upset to hear from last night, he may be president of the United States in less than two years. And that audience that upset you, that's a sampling of about half the country. They are Correct. your family members, your neighbors, and they are voting. And many said they're voting for him. Now, Maybe you haven't been paying attention to him since he left office. Maybe you've been enjoying not hearing from him, thinking it can't happen He's again. Not to cry, Some investigation is going to stop him. Well, it hasn't so far. So if last night showed anything, it showed it can happen again. It is happening again. He hasn't changed, and he is running hard. <laughs> you have every right to be outraged today. He's running hard. I love again. it. But do you think staying in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that person go away? Oh, interesting point. Do you think sitting in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that go away? So this man just goes on a two-minute monologue, tearful rant about the sociopath that is Donald Trump and how dare they allow Donald Trump on the CNN giving him the platform which is hilarious because we just went over the numbers. Donald Trump brought the viewers to CNN. So what are you talking about? However, Anderson, for the first time in a long time, I could not agree more. He said the words, half the country agree with President Trump. Mm -hmm. Well, doesn't that contradict the fact that Joe Biden is the most popular president in modern history if you say that half the country loves Donald Trump. Doesn't that not make sense? I feel like that doesn't lie. I feel like mathematically, I am from Mississippi and you know, I 
breathe with my mouth open, so what do I know full-heartedly? But... I mean, I think it's too much for you to comprehend. That's the problem. It is. Maybe that's what it is. I'm the dumb one, and, yes. you know, ooh, orange man good over here. But all I'm saying is, I agree with you, Anderson. What better way for Americans to be able to make decisions for themselves mm -hmm. than to allow them to have the freedom and opportunity to go outside of their silos and hear both sides of the story. So that's the outrage. Now it's time to get into the best moments of the CNN town hall. We're gonna run through these pretty quick. Uh, this was probably the best moment of the night as far as the gotcha moment. Caitlin Collins is trying to corner President Trump uh, by lying, by the way, about his activities during January 6th. And Trump literally fact checks her in real time by bringing out his receipts of the tweets that he put out. You cannot make this up. Play the tape. Breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers. Why did you, why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. Baller move. <laughs> Baller move. <laughs> Think of the planning, the planning that went in. They're going to try to corner you, Mr. President. So you Print the tweets. On January 5th, the day before, Ooh, he's going I said, before. please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. Uh -huh. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now use truth, truth social. I think it's far superior. Okay. I hope truth. everybody's on truth. Truth social, far superior. I hope everybody's on truth. Uh, if you look, January 6th, just at two, before 2.30, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. That's this the jab. is right after, as it was Hit happening. Hit her with the jab. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. That's they didn't true. like it being up there. That's what happened. I am asking, this is... Here comes the haymaker. I didn't know until I got it back, because now I have 90 million people waiting for me to go back, but I'm on truth, and I'm staying on truth. Listen, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violation. It's, we want no violation. We want no violence. I remember this like it remember, was yesterday. We are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. That was at 2.30. Yep. That was very early. Mr. President, I looked at the same timeline that you did. Once no, I know, but you clear, didn't report that. You know why? Because it was taken down. We did report down. it. I, I was reporting that It was that taken thing. down or it wasn't. But when it was clear. I mean, you can see the look on Caitlin Collins' face. Nowhere in the world did she anticipate Trump actually printing ahead of time <laughs> the tweets. It makes you wonder if somebody, like, gave him a nod, like, hey, it might be wink wink a good idea yeah, I, I to print out the tweets were, i think they knew cnn was totally going to go that direction i'm going to go out on a limb here and give a shout out to my boy taylor uh i'm not going to give his full name but taylor you know who you are uh i i have a feeling that was your idea taylor uh from my sources deep in the trump campaign mm. good job taylor on that 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 was an amazing amazing moment this next clip is something that really means a lot to a lot of people. We've got surging oil prices. Americans are concerned about oil. It is not unknown that Americans need to drill on American soil to bring down the cost of gas and keep the cost of gas down. Need to remind you, when Biden took over the White House, gas was around like, what, 190-something in some places? And now the national average is over $3. So Biden wants you to believe that he's doing this great job. And even though it's not $5, $6 a gallon like it was, it still is literally three times what it was under 
President Trump. So this was a very good question from an audience member, and I think it's important for you to hear her question and then hear Trump's response. Roll the clip about drilling. Hi, thank you so much for coming to New Hampshire to answer our questions. My question is regarding the economy. Over the past two years, we have seen the prices for everything skyrocket. From food to gas to utilities and insurance costs, many people's bills are up several hundred dollars a month, including mine. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. Amazing. All right, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Amazing. Drill, baby, drill. See, that's why Donald Trump relates to people. Where you love him or hate him, you have to acknowledge the fact the man relates to people. Now, do I agree with everything Donald Trump says? No. As a Christian, I can't always agree with everything Donald Trump says. But when he says simple answers to questions that other politicians want to make super complicated. Well, you know, we've got this agreement and this agreement, and we can't do this and we can't do that. Shut up. Nobody cares. What's the answer? Drill, baby, drill. That's the answer. Everybody knows what he means when he says that. It's the answer to the question. Bada bang, bada boom. There it is. Applauds across the board. Agree, disagree? What are your thoughts? No, oh, I agree. I mean, like, I think that's pretty much the... Dude, sorry, you have to cut this out. I am so struggling right now getting back into this, being on camera. <laughs> we're not cutting sorry. it out. This is no, better. No, no, we're we not. We are cutting this I, out. <laughs> I am the lead of this show that is staying in I'm there. I'm in charge of the audio that gets put out tomorrow morning, though. <laughs> okay, no, fine. No, but um, in all seriousness, going back, we can cut right here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together, Zach. I'm trying. We're professionals. It's been, it's been a hot minute. Three, two. No, um... I don't know. Just go back. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm and done. we're coming back to me. Zach, the, Zach is. I'm screwed up. <laughs> Zach is. Zach has got camera shyness. All right, let's keep going. Okay, uh, I want to. This is actually a serious moment, and, and I want to bring seriousness to this. This next question is about mental health. It, it's not unknown, especially here in the Texas area. Honestly, right up the road in the Allen, Texas horrific events that took over in the shooting there. Um, we've seen a lot of mass shootings here lately, and all of them. Absolutely all of them have everything to do with mental health. Over the past hundreds of years, we may have had advances in gun weaponry and gun technology, but the basic premise of a gun has not changed. But why all of a sudden are we having such massive amounts of more and more and more mass shootings? It's not the guns, it's mental health. Here's some knowledge for you. Back in about the 1950s, the American population was a little over 120 million. And the number of mental asylum patients, i.e. people with legit mental health issues that needed help, was over half a million people. Today, the American population is in the 336 million range, somewhere around in there. How many mental asylum patients do we actively have in the country right now? You may ask, some of you may say, well, 1.5, what's your guess, Zach? 1 million? 1.5 million? What do you think? Of people with mental health issues nowadays? That are in treatment, in hospitals, seeking treatment for their mental health issues. How many do you think? I mean, with as much mental if it was over half a million in the 50s when we had 120 million people, period, now we've got 336 million. How many people do you think are in mental asylums? Shoot, I'm going to go with, what, 2 million? 35,000. 
Wait, wait. So we went down. We have tripled our population and literally cut it down to 5% of what it used to be in the mental health thing. Now, I'm not saying just throw everybody in a mental health thing, in a mental health hospital or whatever, but these numbers are staggering. You can argue that we had too many back then and not enough now. I think that could be a reasonable argument. But listen to President Trump's response when he's asked the question about guns and mental health. Roll the clip. There's been nobody that's protected the Second Amendment, as you know, like I have. I protected it through thick and thin, not easy to do. But we have a very big mental health problem in this country. And again, it's not the gun that pulls the trigger. It's the person that pulls the trigger. And we have to protect our Second Amendment. We have to protect our Second Amendment. I mean, <clears throat> I agree. That's what makes yeah. me that's what makes me love the guy because that is a rational actual answer to what is the problem. I mean, I'll even go a bit further from the Christian perspective. We don't just have a mental health issue in this country. We have a spiritual heart issue in this country. Uh, I believe we have an evil uh issue in this country, evil, evil presence, demonic presence, whatever it is you may believe, there is something wrong with the soul of America. And it starts at the church, starts at the home, uh, but that's another topic for another day. All right, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's get right to it. The, the ultimate part of the night, you're a nasty person. One more time, play it for the world to see because it's awesome. What's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to, you're a nasty person. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Can you answer why you're oh, all right. All right. And we were talking to Let's move Nara. on. The real hero of the night, we're going to jump into our final clip of the town hall, was after President Trump mm -hmm. left. It actually wasn't even President Trump, in my opinion, that had the most just, if, if CNN was on their heels, here comes this true legend with the death blow. What's the, you don't know, what's the, the audience? Email me, Graham at DearAmericanMedia.com. What's the ax that Thor has? Any any clue? Mjolnir. I can't pronounce it, but I actually do know You know, know it? I know oh it. Oh my gosh, everybody knows it. Okay, all right. Mjolnir? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Like mule deer? No, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Near. Mjolnir. There we go. Good lord. Okay. That's Oh, all right. It's going to be that kind of day. If CNN was reeling, Thor calls in Mule Deer <laughs> and just chops the head off. Mjolnir. Roll the clip of this legend absolutely destroying CNN for asking dumb questions. Roll the clip. About it is not a truth teller. That's the way he's always been when he was a businessman, when he's been a politician. He has lied about the 2020 election, stuffed ballot boxes, it's all made up. He's lost dozens of court cases. Does it bother you that he keeps talking about 2020 and not 2024? I'll ask you first, this is Jonathan Leslie, he's 40, Republican, voted for Trump twice. Here it comes. How do you feel about those lies? The KO. So I feel like part of it's also the media narrative as you guys asked him the first question at the town hall about the 2020 <laughs> So don't you think he could say it's time for me to start talking about 2024 and not lies that aren't true? Couldn't the media ask him a question about 2024? <laughs> no, there were questions, but you're right. That was the first thing, but that's something that was on Just our mind. Stone face killer, bro. <laughs> stone face killer. We need killer. to get that man on the show. God bless that man. What an amazing moment.